so the reality is I've been indefinitely furloughed. If my job comes back, I get it back, but I don't know if it's going to. I just kind of decided, you know what? Maybe God's telling me it's time for a change. And we just had this conversation just two days ago about, man, you are so close to realizing your potential. If you can just bust through this fear, you have no idea where you can go. I can tell you so many of those stories that like having no expectation, we all know why they happen. And that's kind of part of the thing is if you're not one to take a step out of your cave, your cave of fear, if you're not one to take a step out, you're never gonna, it's like Indiana Jones when he's going across the canyon and he doesn't see the bridge that's there. If you don't ever step out of your yeah. cave, you're never gonna find out where you can go. Welcome back to another episode of the Who You Know Show podcast, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. My name is Trevor Houston, and on this show, you'll learn the strategy, grit, and mindset it takes to overcome obstacles so you can level up in your career, recover your cash flow, and live the life of purpose that God intended for you. Don't forget to look at the mic drop moments timestamped in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to pay it forward, subscribe and leave an honest review so we can improve. Thanks for listening. My name is Trevor Houston, and please enjoy this episode of the Who You Know Show. This is all about knocking down those fear walls. Today, we got Josh Ferris in the house. What's up, man? I love hey, it. Josh. I love it. I was just having this conversation with my son yesterday. He's he playing football. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, and he... He worked hard all summer. He did off season. He did his diet and he's looking great, but he just has this fear of getting hit. He had a concussion last year and, and he just doesn't want to do it. And we just had this conversation just two days ago about, man, you are so close to realizing your potential. If you can just bust through this fear, you have no idea where you can go. So it, it's applicable to everything. Have you told him instead of the one getting hit to do the hitting? <laughs> It's been mentioned a couple times. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them all now. It's not fun. Getting I don't like getting hit either. Doesn't Eighth graders in Texas are big boys. So yeah. <laughs> no, bigger than what we were. Bigger than me. I'm like, yeah. Real quick, before we get into your interview, I want to tell the audience something real quick. Okay. So, so Josh Ferris is searching right now and we want your support. We need you to go ahead and hit that share button because you never know whose ears or whose eyes actually will see this thing. And it could impact Josh's life. So make sure you hit that share button before we go any yeah. further. Tell me about your, uh, you know, some of the challenges or, or tell, did you get affected by COVID? Is that what happened? Yeah. 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 So I was actually out in Las Vegas in March at the largest trade show in North America at Con Expo. It takes up all the parking lots, takes up everything. And it was real interesting because yeah. we put the show in and as we were putting it in, there were shows on the West Coast and shows on the East Coast that had started going in and they had to tear everything back down. They were closed before the show opened. So we were lucky we got the show open, but instead of going back to tear it down, they started bringing our people home because we knew airlines were starting to shut down. And so, I mean, in the blink of an eye, it was almost like two days. Our industry went from totally normal. We've been talking about 2020 in this industry for seven years. Mm. This had the largest shows back to back to back. That We've been talking about 2020 since 2013. I've been telling my wife, I'm not going to be home in 2020. And so the outlook was strong and, and out of nowhere, it just stopped. And yeah. it, nothing to his point has happened since. So uh, it was kind of a, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time that, you know, really we saw it was video marketing world. Oh man. So we yeah. were scheduled yeah. for video marketing world. It was going to be a big conference here in Dallas. And 
It was oh, like we a went, month and a half in advance, right? Oh, well, they shut down in February, I think it was. February, I think yeah. it was. Some yeah. of the things did, and, and what's crazy is, is as we've gone through this, is that CES is a huge show. Everybody knows Consumer Electronics. It's already shut down next year. It's all virtual. Oh, so wow. They're actually saying this industry may not come back till the end of second quarter or third quarter of 2021, which is, that's why what he's doing is so important so that people can see that, it, look, our kids are in school. We've all been to Walmart and Home Depot, and, you know, I don't want to make it a, I know everybody's got things, but we're getting back to life as normal. And, and for an industry that's got 10 million people out of work, uh, we got to get those people back as soon as we can. Yeah. Yeah. And there's got to be a way that, that it can be done. And he's, they're doing it, right? Yeah. There's a way that it can be done in the new norm and still facilitate the expos. Well, we need to reach out to, uh, to Donnie. Remember we had Donnie on the show mm -hmm. the, the other day yeah. and, and he had that, that conference that he was hosting. Yeah. Coming up at the end of September. I got oh, the, it's the coming virtual up. Oh, you got one. That's right. Oh, you yeah. got, oh, yeah. you got you're tickets. The, yeah. You're the lucky I, winner. I slid in. I knew my comment wasn't going to make it. So I buttered him up and it worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all. Awesome. Donnie's good guy. Yeah. Yeah. We need to find out how that, you know, how that goes. Tell me. Yeah, know. I'm going to, I, I, I plan on, uh, really paying attention to that. So you're, you're in the similar industry, right? You're, you're yep. same industry. Um, is that where you're looking to go back into? So I could talk for hours about this, but, but the reality is, is that, uh, when it all kind of happened, I kind of took pause, right? I didn't know how long this was going to last. So I built a grill surround from outdoor patio and, <laughs> and played with the kids and, and just enjoyed all that stuff. And then about probably early June, uh, I was like, this isn't coming back. So, I, and it's funny because as I've watched your show, I like literally did everything you tell people not to do. So <laughs> and if you're doing it, there's hope you can do better. But I, I, up, you know, I've been with two companies in 20 years. Uh -huh. So I hadn't done this resume. I mean, there were computer labs back in college. Back, yeah, in oh, I mean, no, I, no. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore because <laughs> people didn't have personal computers in the dorm room. So we, uh, I paid a company to update my resume and I thought they did a decent job and I just started putting it out there you know, on, on, uh, on LinkedIn or indeed or, or wherever, right. The fishing, that's what we call it, right. Fishing. So <laughs> With a pH, I didn't catch yeah. anything. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us exactly what was your function? What did you do in that, in that industry? So I was a regional director of operations. So I handled oh, everything okay. in the entire Southeast. So my region was Texas to Charlotte, to Miami. So if there was a trade show in the Southeast, uh, my managers oversaw all of the installation dismantle labor to build and tear down all these booths. So maybe some supply chain and logistics jobs could get your attention? Possibly, but but that's kind of where I was going. Is So when I did that is is I, uh, I probably look like a crazy person. I'd take a nightly walk and I was just kind of having it out with God, like, what are you doing here? Because this <laughs> isn't working. And and I, I talked to an old colleague who doesn't live here, but he was the one who said, hey, you should check out Stonebriar Church. That's how I came in contact with who you know. And as I started watching, I realized I've got a totally reverse course with my way of thinking, with what I'm doing. It's just not working. And so as part of that, I kind of was able to just let go of my job, right? So the reality is I've been indefinitely furloughed. If my job comes back, I get it back. But I don't know if it's going to. But I just kind of decided, you know what? Maybe God's telling me it's time for a change for for a career change. I've been blessed to have a lot of different experiences. I've done a lot of different things. Let's just be open, right? So, and I know we talk about that. Supply chain would be good, operations. I've done marketing, sales. Like, I kind of feel like God's gonna put me where he wants me to be. It's more about just walking this this walk. And so I'm open to a lot of things. I think I've been fortunate enough to work in a lot of different industries and I'm open to a lot. And I think I can 
So the other day we were talking about it and you had some core values though. Okay. So, so when he says, you know, I'm open, but let me tell you, this guy's done his, his reflection. We talk about this all the time. He knows what he wants. Talk, talk to me about some of those values and, and things yeah. that you're looking for, because he's not just saying, oh yeah, I'll take whatever. No, I'm, I'm being pretty intentional. I, I actually just reached out to a guy in LinkedIn before I came on the show where I was reading his company's values and man, he knocked them off. But I read the book. I think we talked about it. You start with your why by Simon Sinek during this whole pandemic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, a lot of people and a lot of companies don't know why they do what they do. So I don't really want to come work for you no matter what I'm doing. If you can't tell me that you know why you're doing what you're doing from the executive all the way down to a dock worker, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's important. Yeah. Uh, everybody needs to be in sync and know why you're doing what you're doing because otherwise you're just kind of spinning your wheels. So that's my first thing. Uh, Could I say something onto that real quick? Yeah. Could I add something on that? That's a great interview question. Like one of your first, like, you know how you're supposed to bring questions to the interview? Like ask the interviewer, say, hey, tell me why, like, what is your why? Tell me your, your company's mission. Why, why are they doing what they're doing? I did in one of my interviews. <laughs> did they probably yeah, they loved it. Yeah. They were like, that's a great question. They, okay. Yeah. I bet a lot of them wouldn't know though. Uh, they just recite their mission statement. Yeah. That's a good question yeah. though. No, it is. I think it is. Cause if they tell can't, me why. if they can't say it on the spot, then they don't really know. Yeah. They're not, and I've, that's it. just not, I, I've done that before and it doesn't really work. Yeah. So the second one was, uh, I've always told my team this, and I really believe it is that, um, I want to celebrate our wins as a, as a group, as a company. I think it's important to celebrate people pour their heart and sweat, their family time into these companies to make them successful. It doesn't always have to be a monetary thank you, but if you're not going to say, Hey, good job, you're, you're going to lose people's, you know, want and drive. But, but the second thing is just as important. It's what this guy this, this morning said was that, I want to celebrate mistakes. And I know that seems kind of weird, but to me, mistakes are really important because if you don't ever try, if you don't ever get off your keister and make an effort, you're never going to make any mistakes. I've had plenty of people on my teams who have said, I don't know where to start or I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, did you do anything? Did you try anything? And well, yeah. we learn as a group when you make mistakes. So yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. If you're not failing, you're not trying. Yeah. So what are what are some of the things that you changed then, right? You've changed your course, changed your focus, changed your values or what you're looking for. What else have you changed? What's changed for you then? Man, just, I feel like we've talked about it a lot today already, right? Like uh, I haven't met a conversation that I haven't wanted to continue in the last couple of weeks. Like I've met some people I would have never met had it not been for this show or just talking to people about, I mean, it doesn't have to be about anything job related. I think that's really the key. If you just focus on what you need out of it, we talked about gratitude. You're probably not going to get an audience with people. If you just talk to people about, look, I, I tried to have an interview with Mark for some content. And uh, at the time, he wasn't real comfortable with talking about some things because he had, he had been through a lot of struggles. And I was kind of flustered because I had set it up on my counter. I thought we were going to do the Zoom call. And I just kept talking to him to get to know him because I'd never talked to Mark before. And by the end of the call, he said, I trust you. Next time you want to do an interview, I'll do one with you. And there so you just not giving up, just finding out what people need is huge. So let's rewind there, though. Hold on. Because what you're talking about, I want to make sure the audience gets a full understanding of what we're saying here. So you're doing content. You're doing interviews. You are interviewing other people. Talk to me about that, because where did that come from and why are you doing that? And how uh -huh. is it, how's it working for you? 
Um, I don't know if I should thank Trevor and the <laughs> Who You Know show, but it's, look guys, video's everything. I think in one of the first classes I went to, you talked about how less than 1% of the people are using it. But let's be real clear. I just told somebody this yesterday. Right now we're, we're doing Zoom calls and, and, and it's taking the place of emails and these things. In five years, you may not send emails anymore. You may only send video messages. You know, that's the thought. There's so much personality that gets missed in typed words. When you can sit there and talk to somebody, and, and, and this is the other thing I tell people when they say, I don't know where to start. I said, just start with something you're comfortable with. Talk, talk, you don't even have to be on camera. Have somebody record you talking to someone else just so that you, and then go back and watch it. Talk about yeah. a book you read or talk. Well, that's, what, that's what you're doing. Yeah. So, so guys, to give you an understanding, so Joss is, is, is having networking meetings. He's networking, right? You're having to do that right now in your search anyways, right? You have to network. How are you networking? Zoom, right? So you're hopping on a Zoom call with a complete stranger who you've never met before. You're having a conversation. It's kind of like that coffee shop talk, right? You're getting to know them. They're getting to know you. But you know what he's doing that everybody else isn't? He's recording it. He's getting their permission, of course. You have to get their permission. Tell them up front what you're doing and why you're doing it, but record that meeting, okay? That meeting, do you know how much, how many little pieces of micro content do you get out of that meeting? Oh, a lot. Like, like a t oh, I just did a three-part series from one phone call last week, and they were probably a little too long if I'm going <laughs> by, uh, by Trevor's tutelage, but there was too much good content <laughs> there. I didn't want to cut it all out. Yeah, you will well, cut it out, yeah. In, in addition to that, the other thing that you're doing is, you're, you're making it about them, right? It's not about you. And, and what you said earlier was, you know, there aren't a lot of times where we go into it with what can I get out of it? And that, that's, I think, what you were alluding to. And uh -huh. it really was just with Mark, right? That perfect example yeah. of you made it about him, about actually getting to know him, being real, genuine relationships, right, right. Foster? Um, and you got to the point where the, the script flipped. I mean, he was probably at, at the beginning, very standoffish and maybe even hard to get to talk. Yeah. And yeah. in the end, he said, I trust you. Look, I trust you. And yeah. look, totally changed the course of that relationship. Well, and, and to take the coffee, the coffee point. Uh, so when I, this whole first started, I had talked to this recruiter about a job and uh, she didn't have something lined up at the time, but she said, I loved your video, the, the little hi, how are you video? And she said, would you mind talking to my husband. He's a financial planner, but he's starting his own company. Would you mind just sharing with him, you know, what you did? And I'm like, that was like my second video, but sure. So I went and had coffee with this guy. We met over up in Allen and it was just supposed to be 30 minutes. We talked for two hours. Yep. That's how it happens. And the cool thing about it was, was at the end of it, he sent me a free HD camera and a microphone to keep doing my videos. I can tell you so many of those stories that like, having no expectation. I was just going to talk to the guy. Like things happen. I, we all know why they happen. And that's kind of part of the thing is if you're not willing to take a step out of your cave, your cave of fear, if you're not willing to take a step out, you're never going to, it's like Indiana Jones, right? When he's going across the, the, the Canyon and he doesn't see the, the bridge that's there. If you don't ever step out of your yeah. cave, you're never going to find out where you can go. What Trevor's teaching people to do five years, it wouldn't even surprise me if we're almost completely going in that direction. It, yeah. yeah, it's already there, guys. It's I mean, there. Especially with the, with the Zoom now, with COVID, we're there today. Yeah. Like, like, how have you talked to people? I want you to think about it right now. Yeah, over the last three to five months. How have you been communicating with the rest <laughs> yeah. of the world? 
it's here. Yeah, it's me. done. Like video is the way. Like it is the way of the future. Uh, until like, and we'll get there with VR. We'll be in the same room with these VR things. I mean, that's real. That's coming. So get get ready for uncomfortable. You're, we're we're going to be walking around with these little headsets. Jennifer McClendon, I saw your comment, and this is this is why we're doing the show. This is this comment embodies exactly why we're doing the show. She wrote, this is the best hour of the day. Wow. I feel oh, the family vibe. I felt all alone in this. I am new to this. This is so nice to have. What was her name again? Jennifer, Jennifer McClendon. McClendon. Jennifer, you're not yep. alone. You're not alone, right? The enemy wants you to feel like you're alone. The, the enemy wants to isolate you. The, he wants to keep you in fear, right? You are not alone. Mm -hmm. You have a community. Reach out to me, reach out to Mark. Like my, my, my cell phone number's on my profile. If you need to talk about anything, I'm serious about that. You're not alone. This is a family. This is a community. I just, yeah. I mean, I just got a little choked up there because Jennifer, this is exactly what we're doing. Yep. So who, who we got? Our, yeah. And then I'll just echo that. I've already made a new family with you, the people that I've connected with, even the people that just watch this show. We interact every day on each other's posts. Trevor put us in a pod and oh, we're yeah. so supportive. The, the the best thing that I've learned about LinkedIn is with all the negativity and all the unknown out in the world, the other social media, LinkedIn is a place where people are looking for ways to reach back and pull you up. It happens every day. I'm blown away at how much people want to help. Because yeah. the reality is when they do these claps for people who have landed, like that's the whole point of this family, right? Yeah. <laughs> is to get everybody a new career and a new job and, and we're excited for everybody. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston, and if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know.